Don't just ride the index, seek to outperform it with Fidelity Active ETFs. Learn more at fidelity.com slash active ETFs. Before investing in any exchange-traded fund, you should consider its investment objectives, risks, charges, and expenses. Contact Fidelity for a prospectus, an offering circular, or if available, a summary prospectus containing this information. Read it carefully. While active ETFs offer the potential to outperform an index, these products may more significantly trail an index as compared with passive ETFs. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC, member NYSE, SIPC. It's 8 o'clock on today. Coming up, Election Day. The balance of power in Congress at stake as voters cast their ballots this morning. From the key races that could shift control to the issues that are affecting you and your bottom line, we will break down the most hotly contested midterms in a generation. Then, Gaines Perspective. Joanna Gaines is here live to talk about her new memoir, the designer and media mogul opening up about her life on and off screen. What she's saying about the Joanna you don't know. And crowning achievement, an inside look at the latest season of the hit show, taking on some of the more controversial aspects of the royal family's life. And loyal fans are weighing in. Today, Tuesday, November 8, 2022. <laughs> Hi to our friends Emily and Allison, watching in Colorado Springs. Shout out to Kalamazoo, Michigan. Sending love to our son Mason, our beautiful grandson in Rochester Hills, Michigan. Shout out to my friends at O'Fallon Township High School in O'Fallon, Illinois. From Tucson to today, Bear Bear Down. From Collierville, Tennessee. Celebrating my golden birthday on the Today Show. Happy to see our crowd. Good morning. Welcome in Tuesday morning, Election Day. They still have marathon medals outside. I know. Yeah. Still showing you know on. what? If I ran a marathon, I'd never take it off. Exactly. I'd be wearing it for exactly. decades. Happy to see you guys. Uh, we do have a busy morning. Shall we yep. get to our news at 8 o'clock? Here we go. Americans heading to the polls today with Congress, the control of Congress hanging in the balance, NBC's chief White House correspondent and Weekend Today co-host Kristen Welker breaks it down for us. Hey, Kristen, good morning. Hi, Hoda. Good morning to you. The closing arguments have all been delivered. The campaign stops are in the books. And with 42 million early votes already cast, it all comes down to what happens today. This morning, with control of Congress on the line, voters across the country are finally having their say. In Battleground, Ohio, former President Trump campaigning for Republican J.D. Vance, who's locked in a tight race with Democrat Tim Ryan. But Mr. Trump grabbing headlines of his own after days of teasing he'll announce a run for 2024, giving his strongest signal yet. President Biden, whose approval rating has been underwater, holding his final rally in deep blue Maryland, despite the economy and inflation being the top issues for voters, focusing on democracy. We know in our bones that our democracy is at risk. As he returned to the White House, acknowledging the challenges facing Democrats. I think we'll win the Senate. I think the House is tougher. On this decision day, the Senate remains a toss-up, and it will all come down to what happens in a few states that are razor tight, including Georgia, where Democrat Raphael Warnock is trying to fend off a challenge from former football star Republican Herschel Walker. 
and Pennsylvania, where Democrat John Fetterman, who continues to recover from a stroke, is facing off against celebrity Dr. Mehmet Oz. In a sign of how close this race is, Democrats have filed a lawsuit demanding that undated or incorrectly dated mail-in ballots be counted in Pennsylvania. They're worried any orders disqualifying ballots could end up affecting the election. With the possibility of Republicans retaking the House looming large, House Speaker Nancy Pelosi speaking out to CNN for the first time since her husband Paul was brutally attacked inside their San Francisco home. Pelosi revealing the assault will factor into her future political plans. Well, I have to say my decision will be affected about what happened the last week or two. Will it be will your decision be impacted by the attack in any way? Yes. It will. Mm-hmm. And another thing we are watching today, U.S. intelligence and law enforcement agencies say they're preparing for the possibility of threats today, everything from extremist violence and cyber attacks to intimidation of election workers and even voters. Meanwhile, the Justice Department says it plans to monitor polls in 24 states for compliance with federal voting rights laws. Hoda, back to you. All right, Kristen Walker Force there in Washington. Kristen, thank you. Let's get some more perspective on election night from Chuck Todd, NBC's political director and moderator of Meet the Press. Chuck, good morning. Good I guess morning. the question is... Is there going to be a red wave? Will it be a tidal wave? Will it be a trickle? What are the signs pointing to this morning? Well, look, I think that uh, before the weekend, I think Republicans really felt good. Things were going well. I don't think they love the idea of how they've closed. Having Donald Trump be so out there is not the ideal way. But the best way to check for me tonight on whether we'll see, because it's going to take a long time to get the actual final figures of wave or no wave is going to be Georgia Senate. Is it a runoff right away? If Herschel Walker can win and get to 50% without a runoff, that's a wave. That means this thing, and we're going to be asking about Washington State at the end of the night. If that's an automatic runoff and Democrats are pulling and uh, holding their Virginia House seats, which is, will be the 7 o'clock races, that we're, then it's a knife fight, and we're going to be here all night. And I think that's the question I have uh, for the last weekend. Are the fundamentals of the punishing the party in power economy going to overtake polarization, or does polarization save the Democrats from having a catastrophe. Polarization, you mean people just feeling like I wear the red blue jersey You're or I wear the, the blue, blue jersey. I'm wearing You're both wearing the today. red and the blue. A lot of people go in the polls today in one color it, yes. and it won't matter. Character doesn't matter. Candidates don't matter. The jersey color matters. The jersey matters. Well, let's talk about when will we know, because you said election night, and mm-hmm. that made me smile, because I remember when it used to just be election night, but now, as we saw in 2020, it was election week. Right. The only way it'll feel like a short night as far as is, perce- is if Georgia isn't a runoff and Herschel Walker wins it. But it doesn't mean we're going to wait. You know, in 2018, we didn't know the Democrats had a 40-seat pickup for about two and a half weeks. Mm-hmm. We won't know the extent. We may think, oh, Republicans won the House. We may not get the final count from Oregon, Washington, Alaska, California, Nevada, all of those. That's about a dozen House races. Is that, that because of mail-in voting? It just mail-in takes voting longer to process? takes longer. And the rules, and like Washington State, you can your ballot can arrive three weeks, up to three weeks after the election. So you don't even know how many ballots you have in your election in Washington State until just before Turkey Week. It's going to be a long time. So, well, we may know who controls the houses of Congress. We should know who's going to control we the We may House not know tonight. the margins. The margins are the key. And that's when we don't know wave or no wave. Okay, so and then finally, let's talk about the Trump effect because, you know, I mean, there was a rumor flying around yesterday afternoon that he was going to announce his candidacy for 2024 last night. Yeah. Now he says, on November 15th, I'm going to announce. Yeah. A, what? You said Republicans may not like that. 
Why? He, I mean, he's extremely popular with the Republican base. Look, J.D. Vance may like it because in Ohio, the, the Trump candidate. vote of the Senate yes. in Ohio. Yes. Getting MAGA out. That's a good thing. But you know who gets uh, the base Democratic vote out better than anybody else? Donald Trump. And who was kind of lagging over the last 10 days? The base of the Democratic Party. So in that sense, look, I guess we have to amend the, the, the famous quote. He wants to be. Um, the bride at every funeral, the corpse at every, uh, the bride at every wedding, the corpse at every funeral, and the candidate on every ballot. Well, and that's the way he acted again last night. We'll see what happens, Chuck. We'll see you late and early. We're going to bring you the very latest results and analysis throughout the night. Our special coverage begins at 6 o'clock Eastern on NBC News Now. And then you can join me, Lester, Chuck, our whole team at NBC News. We get started 8 Eastern and Pacific right here on NBC. All right, we got the news covered, guys. Let's talk about a little boost. All right, so a South Carolina couple dated for 15 years, 15 years before they finally tied the knot. So here's the moment at the altar when the bride prepares to read her vows with a little touch of humor. So that was Christy Walters blowing the dust off her wedding vows. It's her way of saying, boy, this took a long time. Oh, my gosh, that's funny. The groom, Byron Jeffries, takes it in good humor. He's sort of like, wait, what? And then he gets it afterwards. The newlyweds said that laughter is the key to their relationship. So we want to say congrats to the happy couple. I, yeah, I feel good about yeah, that couple. You can laugh and tease. And yeah. that's, like, that's a good recipe for uh-huh. a long relationship. Still ahead on Popstar. We're going to take you inside another big event later tonight. It's not, no, it's not the election. It is the much anticipated return of the crown. But first, Joanna Gaines is here, and she's going to tell us about delving deep into her personal life for her new memoir and the words of wisdom she's picked up along the way coming up after this. You like to watch new stuff, right? Well, go to Hulu and see what's new, because Hulu has new stuff all the time. Like Vanderpump Villa, the new docudrama starring Lisa Vanderpump, where first-class luxury meets world-class drama. A new season of The Kardashians starring The Kardashians, of course. And Grand Cayman, Secrets in Paradise, the sizzling new reality show set in the tropical Caribbean. It's all new and it's streaming now on Hulu. When you're hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging to connect with candidates faster. Plus, 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is Constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than three and a half million businesses worldwide that use Indeed. Listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash today. Just go to Indeed.com slash today right now and support this show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash today. Conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Welcome back. Our nest 
next guest rocketed to fame nearly, nearly a decade ago with the <laughs> premiere of Fixer Upper. Since then, Joanna Gaines has become a beloved designer, a successful businesswoman, a dedicated mom of five, and a New York Times bestselling author. And today she's out with her brand new memoir. It's called The Stories We Tell. Joanna, I'm so excited to have you here. Thank you, Hoda. By yourself. Now, I love your other half, but I feel like when Chip's here, Chip talks. And you, and then I realized you have, there are so many things you have to say. And this book is full of those stories. Yes. Um, so many things I didn't know. Your, your mom's Korean. Yes. And your dad is American. What was it like? growing up as a little girl with your kind of foot between two worlds. It was, it was interesting. It was like, I couldn't find really my place. I would, I remember going to Korean church and feeling like I don't look like them. Cause I felt like, you know, yeah. I was a halfie yeah. and then going to school being the only girl who looked pretty Asian. So I think just finding my spot was this internal thing for me that I, I always felt like I was somewhere in the middle. Um, but I saw the beauty of both of those worlds, I seeing my father, yeah. his culture, my mother and hers. So I really saw the beauty in it. But I think as a little girl, I you know it's like that where I know because I'm a I'm a child of immigrants, yes. too. And I know the feeling of walking around and sort of being different. Yes. What what was the most what was what do you remember? Like uh, anything unkind that people said you and how you processed or mm. dealt with it when I just I, it's always the lunchroom for me yeah and I would bring the lunch because I loved rice I loved my mom's food yeah and in the moment when you'd open it that's when all the kids were like what you know and, and that's kind of when the teasing started and you know I think so many of us we go through that phase of getting teased and yeah for me I just shoved it I never processed you it buried my parents it. I didn't I was embarrassed, so I just buried it, and later it just came out in different I just, ways. I just want to read this passage because yes. it was so striking to me. I grew up thinking I had two options, to fit in or be called out, so I dressed the way the other girls dressed. I laughed off the insults. I told the other kids my middle name was Anne because it sounded more American than Lee. Mm -hmm. The lies I told out loud, though, weren't as harmful mm -hmm. as the lies I was letting take root in my heart, that the person I was made to be wasn't good enough, mm -hmm. that I'd have to learn to push aside the part of my family's history history that didn't seem like it fit into the corner of the world I lived in. Here's this last part. As I got older, I watched it play out with my mom as well and how she pretended not to notice the slow glances at the grocery store. So I pretended to. Eventually, the lunchroom teasing stopped. But by then, I'd spent nearly 12 years quieting the half mm -hmm. of who I was in a world I thought it wouldn't mm -hmm. accept. I always thought you were shy, but you're not. Right. You were just quieted. Yes. And I, I felt like I was processing all of this alone, which now as a 44-year-old woman, I realized you've got to say this stuff out loud. You've got to rewrite those lies with truth. So getting to go back to those moments, even in this book, I kept writing towards the six-year-old that you see on the cover. By the way, she's so she's <laughs> like, so Like That was me before yeah. I let the world chime in yes. and I started believing the lies. So for me, it was really writing back to her to regain some of that lightness and that freedom. And the idea that I am enough. I'm, you know, I, this is me. And feeling confident in that rather than I don't feel accepted or approved, you know, and that's the lie I carried with me for too long. And for me, writing this is even to my girls. Like, get there closer. Get there sooner than I did because I want them to really know their value and their worth. Don't let the world say otherwise. Isn't it so funny how long it takes sometimes it does. to know what I you're know. worth? Are your girls here? 
They are. Are they just wandering? Where are they? They're the two in the front. Hi. Oh, hi, you guys. I like that they're right there. Chip and I, we debated, and Chip was like, you take the girls. Chip was with the boys. Um, But I wanted the girls. I felt like it was meaningful to have them here with me today because a lot of this book is written for them. How proud Um, they must be of you. to Because it takes a minute to say exactly what's on your heart. Do you feel like you're past that now? Do you feel like you know your worth, your value? I do. And I think even writing my story down and, you know, for me at mm-hmm. 44, I feel like I'm stepping into a new season. Yeah. Like I feel like half my life is like, it's been great, but now I want to really be intentional about what I carry with me as I move forward. Well, let's talk about this. Cause this is what you say, which speaks to this. Uh, right now I'm wrestling with my role in our business mm-hmm. since 2003, Chip and I have given Magnolia every inch of us. And because it has become so intertwined with who we are, sometimes it's difficult to make out where Magnolia mm-hmm. ends and where we begin. Mm-hmm. I feel like you're on the precipice of some change. Yes. You seem to be writing. I sense it's you're coming. You're saying I don't it, even what know is it? what it is, but yeah. I do feel like my heart, like instinctively, I know I've got to prepare. I mean, not only is like my oldest son, he's going off to college oh. next year. My daughter who's 16 just started driving two oh. weeks ago. Like life is moving so fast. And for me, I think the biggest thing is just embracing this moment as a mother, as a wife. And then even with Magnolia, it's like this, that feels like our first baby. Yeah. 2003, you know, so um, it is, I do feel like there's change but I don't, I can't even articulate it, but I feel like with this book, it's preparing me for whatever's Getting next, ready. but I want to be healthy in this season and whole. Do you feel like Magnolia will continue? Yes. You do? Okay. I do. I, in Wouldn't a lot you? of ways, I feel yeah. like it's just getting started. Really? I do. Oh. I feel like, I feel like, in a, because she's, I say she, 20 years old, She's 20. but there's still so much life. So I, I'm excited about what she, she it will grow into. Um, sure. There's one chapter in the book, which I love. It's, it's dedicated to some words of wisdom from your mom. And basically mm-hmm. what is, what are your, what's your mom's? She always says, have a fun. Anytime I get off, ha- even today, have a fun. She doesn't know. You don't have to say the A and I don't correct her. I love have her a fun. accent. She's like, have a fun, Jojo. And I'm have like, a fun. and I just oh. love it because she, she knows the little girl. She yeah. remembers her and yeah. she's always saying, Jojo, remember um, the lightness, like have fun mm. with it. Don't take yourself too seriously. Well, the fact that you're, when you were younger, I should point out your grandmother moved in with yes. you and you got to watch your mother and your grandmother, which is, I think the so perfect special. blend yes. to be able to see that. Yeah. What a cool life you live. Mm. And by the way, not only do you have a fantastic family and a fantastic upbringing, you have fantastic friends. And I don't know if y'all can see friends. literally, last can y'all see outside? You got them, Chris? <laughs> Come on. (laughs) They made signs. She's got like, uh, she's got a good posse outside who who travel with you. You got a great group. Joanne, thank you so much. We're so happy you came. Your book is awesome. It's awesome for everybody. If you're a child of immigrants, you'll Mm. totally connect to it. Again, the stories we tell. It's out today. For more on that book and grab yourself a copy, head to today.com slash books. Joanna, thank you. you, I loved it. Dylan, over to you. So great. All right. We uh, do have to focus on this tropical storm. It's a subtropical storm right now just because of its structure, but it is moving northwest at eight miles per hour. Winds are at 50 miles per hour and tropical storm force winds extend so far out from the center of this storm. So even as early as tomorrow, we will begin to notice those gusty winds along the east coast of Florida. The storm is expected to move through the Bahamas as we go into tonight and early tomorrow morning, most likely hitting somewhere on the east coast of Florida Wednesday night into Thursday morning, perhaps even as a weak category one storm. This will continue to make its way through Florida and then up into the northeast and eventually bring, I'd say, about three to four inches of widespread rain, as much as seven inches along uh, the east coast of Florida and parts of the 
southeast as well. And this will also bring rain into the northeast as we get closer to the weekend. And if you have to run out the door, don't forget, you can find us on the Radio 2 Sirius XM Channel 108. All right. Sounds good. Thank you, Daily Daily. Let's get some pop yeah. stars. Yeah, I should have bumped pop star for Joanna Gaines. <laughs> She's very good. So good. Oh, so, so good. good. Uh, first up, The Crown, the highly anticipated fifth season of the Netflix Emmy-winning drama debuts tomorrow. Each season showcases the monarchy at a different moment in time. But as the show focuses on more recent events, including the marriage and divorce of Charles and Diana, some are saying it may hit too close to home for an already grieving royal family. Our own Keir Simmons is in London with more on that. Keir, good morning. Hey, Carson, you can't bump this. We just sat down with the cast of The Crown, and we'll have that tomorrow on today. Carson, season five, as you mentioned, is about the 1990s, that era of divorces and scandal. And goodness me, it's caused a storm of controversy. Princess Diana's divorce from Prince, now King Charles, and the role of Camilla, now Queen Consort, takes centre stage in the new season of The Crown. And the pain is as raw as ever. The critics have not been quiet. Former Prime Ministers questioning the Crown's version of events, calling them profoundly hurtful to the royal family just months after the Queen's funeral. Charles is portrayed plotting to push his mother the Queen to abdicate, step down from the throne. Acclaimed British actress Dame Judi Dench, who is close to Charles and Camilla, saying... The closer the drama comes to our present times, the more freely it seems willing to blur the lines between historical accuracy and crude sensationalism. But it is Charles' broken marriage to Princess Diana that gets most attention, including deeply embarrassing details of his very intimate conversations with Camilla. The show portrays Princess Diana's slow departure from royal life, when season five is released on Netflix tomorrow, it will all come flooding back. I think the timing of this is deeply unfortunate for the royal family. This is going to reopen very painful old wounds. Actress Imelda Staunton plays the Queen in the new season. This time in the royal family's life was very tumultuous and uh, the writers didn't shy away from any difficult um, issues. Now Netflix telling NBC News, it's always said The Crown is only inspired by real events. It will not place a disclaimer on air. The controversy surrounding The Crown, now as dramatic as the show itself. And Carson, in the interview I asked Dominic, who plays Charles, what will you do if you meet the King? He says, I'll just bow very, very low. <laughs> well, very good. We'll look forward to that interview tomorrow, Kira. Thanks so much. Next up, People Magazine. Guys, it's that time of year again. The publication is officially crowned 2022 Sexiest Man Alive. The winner is... Congratulations, Carson. Chris Evans. <laughs> That's right. How dare you. The former Captain America earns the highly coveted title. Evans has been uh, very busy. He went full action wow. star alongside Ryan Gosling for Netflix's The Gray Man. Also lent his voice to the iconic character of Buzz in Lightyear, Disney's new movie. And admitting his friends will likely mock his new status, Evans told People Magazine who he thinks will be the most excited about it. My mom will be so happy. I mean, she's proud of everything I do, but, but this is something she can really brag about. Congrats to Chris and his mom. Plus, we know somebody else who's donning a sexy crown this morning. Our own Uncle Al is featured on the Sexy at Every Age. Wow, okay. Shake it out. He won the 68-year-old category. So congratulations to Uncle Al. That's why he's not here. In the latest issue of People, that's on newsstands this Friday. And finally, some more exciting news from our friends at Dateline. NBC's hit investigative series getting a new podcast, Murder and Magnolias, hosted by the man with the golden pipes, Mr. Keith Morrison. 
It's a six-episode series. It's set to how to, you know, betrayal and murderous intent shattered a picture-perfect family in South Carolina. The first two episodes premiere next Tuesday. You can listen early by subscribing to Dateline Premium on Apple's podcast or just scan that QR code. And congrats to our buddy Jimmy mm-hmm. Kimmel hosting the Oscars on March 9th, or March 12th, the 95th. Oh, I love that. All right, we're yeah. back with your Thanksgiving checklist after this. What a beautiful crowd. Oh my gosh, I love it. Got a bear down sign over there. Hi, how are you? Got to give Arizona a little love right there. Yay. Coming up, guys, uh, from ordering desserts to planning table settings, Vicki will walk us through the items on our Thanksgiving to-do list that you can cross off today. Bear down, Savannah. Bear down. That's amazing. I know. I know. I like it. I know. They made That's it. where I learned to chug that beer. Finally, you're here. Uh, we got royalty in the house, guys. The pasta queen of TikTok is here. Nadia Katerina Muno is the oh. TikTok Ooh. sensation. Oh, what is New that? Cookbook Ooh. caught off. You know what that is? That is a creation of a little, uh, a little pasta for breakfast. Oh, I love that. Looks like positive pie or something. Very excited for that. All right, then coming up on the third hour, we are going to help you get your finances in order ahead of the holidays. The Budget Nista is here with easy ways to save even as you spend. Okay, while you're working out. And speaking of saving money, we're kicking off the holiday season with some exclusive deals up to 50% off, in fact, Whip out your phones. They're running now until November 22nd. To check them out, head to today.com slash Holiday Plaza. Wow. Okay, guys. Just a cuteness alert. Okay. Woo, woo. We got a cute baby on the plaza. Cute baby. Hello. Hi, my mom, who's this? This is baby Remy. Hi, Remy. Hello. Good morning. He's just sleeping. He's sleeping through this morning. How old is he? He's nine months. Oh, he's adorable. And you're from where? New Orleans. Oh, love it. New Orleans, Hoda. Cute baby. And they're from New Orleans. Your mom, Maddie, and your auntie? No. I'm Auntie Maddie. Addie, oh, Auntie Maddie, Mom Montoya. Montoya. Oh, and baby Remy. Well, um, I'm sorry that you slept through this. Next time we'll be more exciting. <laughs> Thanks for being here, cuties. Oh, I love Sweet it. Baby. Oh. Sweet baby. Oh, baby. So He's still cute. sleeping. Look at that. Boo-boo. That's how exciting our program is. I know. <laughs> yeah. We want to thank everybody who came out. It's chilly today, and y'all yeah. are here in oh. force. Thank you. Hey, Savannah. Savannah, look at this guy. Look, look, look at this. Oh, oh my gosh. We got pottery for you everyone. You make the most beautiful <laughs> pottery. Did I mean, wow. did you make these? Yes, I make them. They're I, beautiful. I got that. Wow. Well. And by the way, there's Absolutely a cute little gorgeous. artist over here who just made this sign for me. She said she worked really hard on it. Hold on real quick. What's your name? <laughs> Charlotte. Charlotte. Well done, honey. We have the nicest people the here. What is happening? All right, Miss Dreyer, how about a check of the weather? Well, I'm like so distracted by my little bowl here. I want to have just like a bowl of cereal. Yeah, it's so cute. Don't don't take that. Um, All right, let's take a look at what's going on out west. We've got a lot of uh, significant weather, especially from San Francisco down south. We could end up with some flooding rain possible across parts of California. You go up in the mountains, especially the higher elevations in the Sierra Nevada mountain range, we could end up with more than two, three feet of snow. Elsewhere, it should be more along the lines of about six to 12 inches. But uh, because of all the recent burns we've had, the fires out in California, 
California, when you have the, the scarred land out there, it doesn't attract all that water. So instead, it creates some runoff, and we could see some flooding because of that, especially when we're talking about three to five inches of rain. Elsewhere across the country today for your election day, it looks absolutely beautiful in the northeast. Temperatures cooler in the 50s and 60s. Nice out through the Great Lakes and into the Plain States. Sunny and warm down south. So no excuse not to get out and vote. And that's your latest forecast. All right, Dylan, thank you. Coming up next, a doctor testing out device that helps others. Plus, makes he makes a life-saving discovery about his own health. Kate Snow has the remarkable story and how it's changed the way he cares for patients. But first, this is today on NBC. We're back. It's 837 with your health. And this morning, a remarkable story about a doctor who made an accidental discovery that helped save his own life. Yeah. NBC's senior national correspondent, Kate Snow, is here with more. Kate, good morning. Good morning, morning, guys. This is a great story. Imagine being a doctor treating thyroid cancer in patients' necks and lymph nodes. And then one day you make a discovery that would take you from the doctor's chair to the patient's table. Dr. Anupam Kotwal is one of the bright minds at Nebraska Medicine in Omaha, an endocrinologist specializing in thyroid cancer. In medicine, I kind of gravitated more towards endocrinology. I felt that it fit my personality. I like solving problems and puzzles and things like that, which there's a lot of that in endocrinology, dealing with hormones. But this February, his perspective on those puzzles changed dramatically. The lymph nodes were located in this area. He and his colleagues had just received this new ultrasound machine to be used to screen future patients. They tested it on themselves to see how well it worked. That's when I put it on my neck. And the, my first thought was, oh, this, there's something wrong with this attachment here. I don't know what this is showing. Or maybe I've just been working out too much. There's these muscles that look thick. I mean, it was pretty clear at that time that there is something ugly looking in my, the left side of my neck. On the screen, a solid bright mass. Dr. Cotwall had accidentally detected the very same thyroid cancer he treats in patients in his own neck. The initial reaction is denial, and I've witnessed that when we sometimes tell a patient that. Even while looking at my colleagues' faces, I knew that this is a a suspicious lymph node. Tests confirmed it was cancer, and at a critical stage. It had not spread anywhere else, and it was, would be a critical point, because the next step where it spreads, if it's left untreated or undiagnosed from the lymph nodes, usually would be the lungs. Dr. Kotwal immediately started treatment, surgery to remove his lymph nodes and radioactive iodine to address any residual growth. His colleagues became his caregivers. Everybody really rallied around him and he showed a tremendous amount of resilience. Dr. Zephyr Syed performed his surgery. I think Dr. Kotwal has, has bounced back incredibly well. He is back to the same person we kind of know and love here. Kotwal's program director now became his treating physician. It's a hard thing to be able to step back and say, well, I'm an expert in this field, but I'll let other people, you know, try and, you know, give me their recommendations about what's best. So I think he's done a really nice job of saying, okay, I'm going to let you guys advise me on what are the next steps. I think I'm a very good patient. Um, I let her kind of give her input on how things would be managed. And I remember the nurse who took care of me, she said that I'm the least worst doctor to have as a patient. So I'll go with that. 
Dr. Kotwal is still getting his regular checkups and easing back into his active lifestyle that includes climbing, CrossFit, and concerts. He says the whole experience has made him a more empathetic doctor. I feel that I can relate to the patients, not only like early on when things could, have, could be really bad and all, but even long term, this happened to me, I'm gonna use it in a way that can help other people. If my story helps patients in any way, that's great. So, Kate, this wow. is such a wild story. In hindsight, did he see any warning signs? So it's interesting. He was telling us that usually with this kind of cancer, the main sign is swelling in the mm-hmm. neck. But because you heard he's a CrossFit guy, he mm-hmm. works out all the time. He has large neck muscles oh. and the cancerous lymph nodes were sort of lodged behind his neck muscles. So he mm-hmm. didn't see the telltale signs that you should look for. So there you go. He I mean, wow. That was, yeah. It does make him an interesting doctor, though, if you're the patient, because he has yeah. that dual citizenship yeah. into the disease, which yes. is interesting. He said right. that it has really helped him now moving forward to really yeah. understand his patients right. better. Yeah. I can't imagine cool. that moment, though. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah. Starts checking yeah. out and be uh, yeah. like, totally freaked He's out. He's like, this they device doesn't work. because you know it so well that when you see it, you're like, oh, no. Yeah. Thank you, Kate. Cool story, Kate. Thank you. Coming up next, we're going to turn our attention to Thanksgiving. Vicky's got some time-saving suggestions for things you can knock off your to-do list this morning. But first, this is Today on NBC. Hey, it's Mel Robbins. Let's cut to the chase. There is a change you want to make right now, but you're waiting to feel motivated. You don't need motivation. You've got me. You can change your life anytime you want. And when you're ready, the Mel Robbins podcast is here to help you with inspiration and simple science-backed tools to help you create a better life. Listen to me and you'll feel motivated, all right. Listen and follow the Mel Robbins podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. You like to watch new stuff, right? Well, go to Hulu and see what's new because Hulu has new stuff all the time. Like Vanderpump Villa, the new docudrama starring Lisa Vanderpump, where first-class luxury meets world-class drama. A new season of The Kardashians starring The Kardashians, of course. And Grand Cayman, Secrets in Paradise, the sizzling new reality show set in the tropical Caribbean. It's all new and it's streaming now on Hulu. And we're back with today's Thanksgiving uh, checklist. So the big day, just over two weeks away, and we're with you every step of the way. We're going to help you plan. We're going to help you prep. So here with her latest roundup of to-dos is NBC (laughs) senior consumer investigative correspondent Vicki Wynn. All right, so we're a couple of weeks away, but you're saying there are things that we can do today, this morning, that'll get us ready. Starting with the turkey, what can we do? Turkey is the star of the day, Hoda. So if you're planning a turkey, you got to get it now. This is the time to secure your bird. Two reasons, avian flu and inflation. Turkey prices per pound for a frozen turkey, $1.99. That's up 73% from last year, according to the USDA. So if you have room in your freezer, get Get it. it. You don't have to worry about, oh my gosh, they don't have the size I need in a couple of weeks. The other option, call up your store. Ask if you can pre-order and reserve. Just make sure you pick it up a couple days in advance so you have enough time to thaw that bird, because that's yeah. the thing. You don't want a frozen bird on okay. Thanksgiving morning. So we got our turkey. Yes. One more splurge, oh, yeah. though. The splurges. What? Did you know you can go to Harry and David, William Sonoma, Omaha Steaks. They will actually send you a bird. It's expensive, but that thing is ready to go. It's already seasoned, and you can just stuff it in the oven.
seven. Oh, so it's already. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Yep. I, I didn't know That's about that. Story. All right, let's move on. Desserts and drinks. What can we do now? Okay, if you're not making your desserts from scratch, this is a great time to support huh. your local bakeries. Put in the order for the pumpkin, the sweet potato, the pecan. Get extra because everybody loves extra dessert. The splurge here, Gold Belly. You can get a New York oh. City cheesecake shipped to California. California churros shipped to New York. Just make sure you check the shipping time so that it is going to arrive on time. We're two weeks and two yeah. days out from Thanksgiving. And drinks, you said? Drinks. Yeah. One drink per person per hour. That's kind of the general yeah. rule yeah. to estimate how much you need. Make sure you have plenty of non-alcoholic options, the sparkling cider, sure. the juices, the water for the kids. You can always delegate. If budget is an issue, have other people bring the drinks. That takes a big part of your budget down. Uh-huh. Buy now. Buy in bulk. Six yeah. bottles of wine or more. Usually you can get some sort of a discount, okay. which is helpful. People do say, we just did a segment, you could bake the cake, bake the pie, freeze it. Yes. Take it out. And you'll exactly. be done. Just and take it out. Just All right. It. Let's move on. Okay. You can get our table set already in servings. What What is so that? Here, this is the time of year you're going to reach into the back, yeah. bust out grandma's silverware, polish that up. Get it ready. Reach up on the high shelves, bring down the serveware. Here's the other thing. Maybe uh, you have neighbors that are traveling and you can borrow their turkey roasting pan that oh, you yeah. only need once a year. Yeah. So my mother-in-law, Mary Lou, she has a great trick. She puts a post-it inside every serving dish. So it's like, bam, sweet potatoes, bam, stuffing. So the day comes, bam. you know exactly where that cranberry sauce is going to go. I love that because you can do that today. Simple, it's done simple. out of the way. Let's talk about seating. We yeah. want everyone to be comfortable. We can start thinking about that now. <laughs> First, go around your house and do some recon. Maybe you have some folding chairs from your poker night. Right. You have a bench that can seat three people. So right. before you head up the party supply and the rental right. stores, see what seating you have you can bring to the table. It's just for one day, one mm-hmm. meal. If you do have to go the party rental route, call now, compare at least two quotes and make sure they can deliver and take away during the time period that you need. That's a good idea because we do have stuff stuck in closets, one little chair you could sit on. Okay. Lastly, table decor. That's something that we can tackle now. Yes. You can totally DIY. You can find a cornucopia of decorations, Hoda, right now. Joanne's, Michael's, they still have all the pumpkins and the fall leaves. If you buy the fake stuff, it'll last year after year. What's in season right now, the pom-poms, the mums, eucalyptus, the berries. Go on YouTube and just search Thanksgiving decor. You'll get tons of ideas. And what is the cheapest way to to add some sparkle? Mm. Candles. Candles are super cheap. They add a really nice glow to your Thanksgiving table. So just get those. All great advice. And for more tips, you can check out our Thanksgiving timeline. Head to today. Com. Hey, Carson, over to you. Oh, my goodness, Hoda. Thank you so much. The queen of pasta, according to TikTok, is here. And we have, I have never seen food like this. This is, what did you call it, Italian? This is Italian street food. It looks like breakfast, too. We're going to break it down. Uh, you're going to teach us how to make this, and we're going to love it. But first, this is today on NBC and a new book to talk about. Yes. You like pizza. All right, we got some knives coming out, but first, Plaza Picks. You're looking at a small sampling of the selfies we enjoyed taking with folks who are nice enough to come hang with us this morning on the Plaza. There they are. Busy week. Now we turn to our, hey, there's our friends. Oh, they were great. Our today food guest, Nadia Katerina Muna, who is incredible, also known as the Pasta Queen. She's taken social media by storm thanks to her tasty Italian recipes and hilarious videos, earning more than 43 million likes on TikTok. Nadia's here to tell us a little bit more about this breakfast dish from the new cookbook, which I told her I was going to move a lot of units today. Where's the book, Nadia? You got to have the book. Here's the book, The Pasta Queen, a just gorgeous cookbook. Nadia, good to see So you said your daughter uh, introduced you to the Tiki Talkie. Yes. You see it and there's kids dancing. Yes. And how did you get into, how did you become a cook and a queen of it? All? As, a, as I was about to delete the app off my right, phone, good, I good. stumbled upon a blasphemous lasagna. 
Someone claiming to have made the perfect lasagna. And it was terrible. It was terrible. And you knew you had to get on the medium. It was a mission. It kind of ignited the fire within me. <laughs> mission. All right. So what do we have here? And how, what is this breakfast pasta? So we are us? making a frittata di pasta. Okay. This is a Neapolitan special. Every family has their own version. Today we're making a pasta cake made out of salami, eggs, cheeses. If I go to the streets pepper. of Naples, is this a street food? This is Italian street food. Okay. Well, let's and cut the salami. Best. Yes. That's a very large salami there. What, it is. That, can you use, uh, substitute that for any sort of meat? Yes. You can do bacon, seasoned bacon. You can do mortadella, mm -hmm. uh, anything. And also, it's beautiful because you can use any cheeses you want. Mm -hmm. Yep. I like fontina, Swiss cheese, provolone. Of course you do. Today, we're using parmigiano and mozzarella. Okay. Should I whip these eggs up? So now, we're adding the... Salami. Hoda and Savannah are here enjoying Look, the look at him. Hi. He's doing all the work. Yep. Uh, no. No. Now make my nonna proud. Okay, She's good. watching. Oh. Okay. Aww. 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 And yes. a parmigiana. Yes. Okay. Great. It's beautiful. So we Gorgeous. have the spaghetti. Yep. These are basically been um, uh, kind of like tossed in with butter so that they're ready to be put into an oiled pan. And you really want to kind of like... Make sure that they're even. So this could have been last night's leftover like spaghetti, right? This is the perfect leftover. You can use short pasta, long yeah. pasta. So any old pasta would work. Any okay. old pasta yeah. would work. Yeah. Okay. It's perfect. Do you like it's doing like the TikTok are. videos? Oh. Oh, you're sweet. Oh. Oh. That's so nice. Your husband's oh. taking away. Yeah. Don't worry, Your husband, said, your husband said something Stop funny cooking in the kitchen. <laughs> what did you say? You were the official... Chief pasta tester, yes. just like you are. Chief pasta tester, the CPT. Yes, yes, just like me. All right, so we're cooking this, and you want to get this crispy, right? So, so you... now you pour this on. Should I do that now? Okay. Yes. Great. So this is the... Look at him. We should hire him. There we go. <laughs> so is that egg and cheese? This is egg, yeah. cheese, mozzarella, mm -hmm. pepper, salt, and salami. Okay. Do, you, do you press so it you, down at all? Do you, you just move it a little bit so that you make sure that the sauce goes everywhere. Okay. And then you let it go on a low flame for about 10 minutes until it kind of sets. How is it? Mm -hmm. Delish. You like it? Gorgeous. Yeah. Did you make this? Yeah, I made this like that. Did I make it? I don't know. Is this you know. hard? Is this a difficult dish for let people to make? Let me wait. Uh, we're not done okay. yet. Okay. Yeah. So okay. this is the thing. Once this is cooked at the bottom, yes. yep. the bottom becomes the top. Uh, Just sometimes oh, okay, in okay, people, yeah. you know, in life, uh, you know, when you're at the mm. bottom, all of a sudden you're at the top. Uh, That's tasty. Yeah. So now this was the base and we flipped pour it. A little, a little oh, marinara yeah. over it. But yeah. how did you flip it? You just like. So basically you yeah. use a, anybody as a yeah. sheet pan, right? Yes. Mm -hmm. So you put it on top like that. Oh, oh, oh and, and then, then flip it See, then you slide it back in. And then, and then you let the it cook at the bottom for another ah, five minutes. Okay. So Grazie, Nadia. It's gorgeous. No, just we're not like done. you are. We're not done. We're not done. What, do you ever drizzle a little sauce on this? Like a little marinara, a little something on top? No. Of one? No? No, Carson. No. no. Absolutely not. So my 13-year-old, when he wakes up and doesn't eat breakfast, this is like a piece He's of pizza. This is a perfect breakfast. Hey, Dad, I'll see you later. Just take, yes. it, take it with you. This is like hiking food, picnic food. Yeah. yeah. You can eat it cold, hot. Whichever way you like. Oh, yeah, Love it. it's kind of like a quiche. Yes. But with pasta. Yes, cool. exactly. How much fun did you have making the cookbook? You have over 100 pasta recipes in there. And, and, and what is your favorite of all 100? The lasagna from my nonna. 
That's oh. your best. Okay. It's the top. If I was stranded on a deserted island, I would want to have that with me. Right. Mm-hmm. It's substantial. I like it. Well, that. congratulations. You know, Thanks. For I don't want aglio olio. No. <laughs> okay. Grazie, Nadia. Thank you for having me. The pasta queen. Yes. Thank you, Oda. Thank you. slash food is where you can get this recipe. Pick up the book. There's hundreds of wonderful recipes and photographs of your family are beautiful, too. Thank you, Nadia. All right. Guys, up next, we got the third hour Emmy nominee Lizzie Kaplan tells us about her star studded new miniseries. And on the fourth hour, we'll continue empowering <laughs> with our conversation with Joanna Gaines. To see tonight for election night. Oh, yeah. Okay. This is good manja, manja. Manja, manja. Pandora makes it easy for you to find your favorite music. Discover new artists and genres by selecting any song or album and we'll make you a personalized station for free. Download on the Apple App Store or Google Play and enjoy the soundtrack to your life.